Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Climb for the rest of the week with your next chance of rain Friday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 37 Gaithersburg and in Lanham, 39 Arlington. We're down a degree to 36 in our nation's capital. For the time now on WTOP is 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Tuesday morning, November 14th. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP this early 3 a.m. hour for you, a 13-year-old locally accused this morning of killing his father in D.C. over the weekend. D.C. declares a public emergency on juvenile crime. I'm John Doman. D.C.'s next step in battling an opioid crisis. The goal is to keep people alive. I'm Mike Marilla. Thousands expected on the National Mall for the March on Israel today. How much snow could we get this winter? The big question that everybody wants to know. I'm Shana Stulen. Good morning. Welcome in. 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. There are concerns that the biggest hospital in the Gaza Strip is unable to properly care for patients because of a lack of electricity. The BBC's Tom Bateman in Jerusalem. Premature babies that are being treated without the incubators that they need, so the health concerns remain very grave around all of those. The Israeli military said overnight that it was in contact with the hospital about trying to deliver them incubators and release pictures of uh, incubators in an Israeli hospital car park, uh, but it's not clear what progress, if any, can be made on that. CBS's Deborah Pata says there could be a deal to release some of the hostages now being held by Hamas. We've seen this new situation floated by Hamas that they may release 70 women and children in exchange for a five-day truce. But where exactly those negotiations are at present is difficult to know. Hundreds of protesters occupied the rotunda of a federal building in Oakland, California, Monday, demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. Dozens were arrested when they refused to leave the building. A weekend fire that closed a major interstate through downtown Los Angeles may not have been an accident. California Governor Gavin Newsom is blaming arson for a fire that has shut down the busy Interstate 10 in Los Angeles. He points to a preliminary investigation. There was malice intent that this fire occurred uh, within the fence line and that it was done and set intentionally. The fire left 100 columns damaged, he says, with guardrails twisted and blackened. The freeway is used by 300,000 vehicles daily, and there's no word on when it might reopen. Matt Piper, CBS News. The House Speaker Mike Johnson's plan to extend government funding beyond Friday is already being rejected by some of his fellow Republicans, including Georgia's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Americans are dying every single day, but all we hear about is send money to Ukraine and send money to this. Johnson can only afford to lose four Republican votes before he has to turn to Democrats to help keep the government funded. It is a movie disaster, but this one's at the box office, not on the screen. The Marvels opened over the weekend with just $47 million in ticket sales. That's less than a third of the $153 million its predecessor, Captain Marvel, launched with. The previous low for a Marvel movie was Ant-Man, which sold $57 million in its first weekend in 2015. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up fractionally. The S&P 500 was also off slightly. This is CBS News. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday. 
to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Ace Photo Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 18th from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Canon Representative Matt Thompson will be in store to show you the latest mirrorless camera and lenses. Come see the newly released Canon R8 compact full-frame mirrorless camera. Save up to $1,000 on most Canon cameras and lenses. Canon Black Friday Instant Savings will end on November 30th. Get the best Canon prices on our Customer Appreciation Day and save on thousands of items in stock. Call 703-430-3333 or visit acephoto.net. WTOP at 304. Good Tuesday morning, November 14th, 2023. Welcome in. Mostly sunny and nice one today. We're going up to 60 for the high today. We're at 41 in Washington right now. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. Thanks for taking us along for your early morning ride. New this morning in the 3 a.m. hour on WTOP is where we begin with the story of a 13-year-old boy locally from D.C., who is behind bars this morning, we're told, after police say he killed his dad over the weekend. All happening on Sunday morning on 16th Street in Columbia Heights in the neighborhood there in Northwest. Police say they responded at the time on Sunday to a report of a man down inside a building. And they say when they arrived, they found 41-year-old Travis Dash suffering from puncture wounds. He died at the scene. Police believe the attack was a domestic incident. The 13-year-old was later arrested and charged with second-degree murder while armed. Hundreds of kids younger than 18 have been arrested for violent crimes in D.C. this year alone. It is a trend that a superior court judge calls an absolute crisis. And WTOP's John Doman reports this morning the mayor now calls it a public emergency. Hours after a court hearing that focused on problems with D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser declared a public emergency over juvenile crime. I see this as uh, as most emergencies are as an administrative tool. It'll help the city speed up the process of finding more group home beds for youths who may not need to be locked up but also shouldn't be released to their parents. The city is close to adding as many as 24 more beds, including more for girls. We have not had an issue of girls' shelter capacity until October. And once that issue was raised, now we are working to increase capacity. Sam Abed's the head of DYRS. Earlier in the day, a teenager pressed for the city to be held in contempt after she was locked up for five days when she was supposed to be in a shelter. At D.C. Superior Court, John Dome and WTOP News. Turning to health-related news this early morning on WTOP Tuesday, this is not the only public emergency Muriel Bowser declared on Monday. The opioid crisis has her declaring a second state of emergency. Still, we have too many people uh, dying in our city um, related to to fentanyl overdoses. In fact, in 2022, 96% of opioid-related deaths in the city were linked to fentanyl-type drugs. So Mayor Muriel Bowser is issuing a public emergency to make way for better real-time overdose data sharing among agencies. Having a common data tracking system will give us a better picture of the opioid use and the effects in the district. Kiana Creighton serves as Deputy Mayor for Health and Human Services. She says the information can allow teams to be dispatched to hotspots in the city to help provide services for people battling substance abuse. The goal is to keep people alive. In the district, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. Tens of thousands of people expected on the National Mall today in D.C. 
Tuesday, November 14th for the March for Israel. Groups, we are told, will rally on the National Mall to show support for Israel, condemn the rise in anti-Semitism across the country, and call for the release of hostages held by Hamas. Clint Osborne, interim director of D.C.'s Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency, says this morning people planning to attend the march should take Metro and sign up for safety alerts throughout the day. We're very excited about our Nixle program, which allows people to sign up, both residents and folks coming in. If you will just text March DC, that's M A R C H D C to eight 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 seven seven seven. You opt in for alert messages about the event and about things going on downtown. WTOP at three oh seven. Baby, it's cold outside. Lots of people disappointed by how little white stuff last year in the D.C. metro area we got. So how much snow can we expect this year? We're just going to jump out of the gate strong, right? <laughs> with, the, with the big question that everybody wants to know. Veronica Johnson, chief meteorologist, 7 News First Alert Weather, says the answer will please snow lovers. Here at First Alert Weather, we're predicting between 17 and 22 inches for the area. That's slightly above average and more snowfall than the area seen in the last five years, but don't expect a winter storm on Christmas. Johnson says there may be a few snowflakes over the holiday, but the big storms are likely to happen in February. Shana Steelen, WTOP News. The first alert's weather center is predicting some parts of the region could see up to, what, 30 inches of snow, including Loudoun County and Frederick County especially. So we'll keep you updated here with traffic and weather on the 8th. Speaking of which, it's 3.08 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Good Tuesday morning to Andrew Walker in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning. In Maryland on 295 southbound, it looks like they've moved that earlier crash over to the right shoulder and delays are easing. That is that crash that was before 100 on the BW Parkway southbound in Maryland. In D.C., you've got a couple closures started for the March for Israel. 4th Street Northwest both ways between Constitution and Independence is closed, along with 7th Street Northwest between Constitution and Independence. Additional closures will be starting at 6 a.m., so keep it here for updates on those. On 95 northbound in Virginia, you've got one work zone still there. It's the right lane gets you past the work before the exit for Falmouth, 133. But you had an earlier work zone in Stafford before exit 140. That is now clear. On 95 southbound near Dale City, a right lane is blocked with the work zone. And a couple work zones in Arlington, eastbound through the Roslyn Tunnel, a right lane gets you through. Westbound through the Roslyn Tunnel, the left lane gets you through. I'm Andrew Walker, WTOP Traffic. Right, some scattered clouds here early this morning with temperatures in the mid-30s to lower 40s first thing. will climb to around 60 degrees with a northwest wind at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Expect bright skies for later today and then partly sunny for Wednesday and Thursday. But temperatures will be higher, lower 60s Wednesday afternoon, mid-60s for Thursday afternoon. And then you're closer to 70 degrees on Friday, warmest of the week, but it's also when we have a chance of rain during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, uh, around the region, we are in some 30s, 40s. We're at 41 in our nation's capital, brought to you this early 3 a.m. hour Tuesday morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. 
Let's check in now with Jeff. Amazon will buy energy from a solar project in Garrett County, Maryland. It'll have 300,000 solar panels, the biggest in Maryland. Sports betting in Maryland reached $464 million last month. $424 million of that paid out in winnings. Terms for future Tesla cyber truck buyers include a stipulation that they can't resell it for at least a year or face legal action. The Dow gained 55 points Monday. The S&P 500 lost four. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. And checking uh, around the Asian stock markets this morning overseas, the Nikkei is up by 111. The Kospi is up 30 points. The Hang Seng, though, is down by 24. The Shanghai is up almost 10. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP Radio. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday with special hours open Sunday as well. In Tyson's Corner and coming soon to Rockville. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thank the Lord for the night. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. It's a topic that most people want to avoid. But if you are facing potential foreclosure, you do have options. We at Housing Counseling Services and the D.C. Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking encourage you to seek assistance at the first sign of trouble. Our HUD-certified housing counselors are available to help you understand your options, communicate with lenders, and apply for available assistance. Eligible homeowners may also receive up to five hours of free legal assistance. The counseling is free, too. If you have concerns about your mortgage, call the Housing Counseling Services Foreclosure Prevention Helpline at 202-265-2255 or visit our website at www.housingetc.org. Again, make the call. That's 202-265-2255 or visit housingetc.org. The WTOP Charity of the Month is New Futures. For nearly 25 years, New Futures has been disrupting generational poverty by offering young people in the DMV affordable pathways to post-secondary education and in-demand careers. New Futures scholars are 95% Black and Latinx, and 90% are first in their families to attend college. Nearly all have faced systemic barriers limiting access to higher education and the workforce. Learn how your donation can help young people earn college degrees and achieve financial well-being at newfuturesdc.org. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday with special hours open Sunday as well. In Tyson's Corner and coming soon to Rockville. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is WTOP News. For the first time ever, the Supreme Court is introducing a code of ethics this week. The eight-page document in question signed by all nine justices comes apparently after months of controversy over a series of ProPublica stories that question the ethical practices of some of the justices. Many of those stories focused, you may remember, on Justice Clarence Thomas and his failure to disclose travel and other financial needs with wealthy conservative donors, including Harlan Crow and the Koch brothers. 
This morning, Josh Gerstein, Politico's senior legal affairs reporter, joins our Dimitri and Diane to discuss the timing and content of the new code and whether it has any teeth to it or not. Well, the timing of it wasn't expected, but it's not a total surprise in the sense that over the last few months, we'd seen comments from um, several of the conservative justices on the court, notably not Justice Thomas, who's been the focus of much of the reporting about alleged ethics lapses, nor uh, Justice Alito, but Justice Amy Coney Barrett and Justice Brett Kavanaugh had both sent signals in public appearances that they'd be supportive of some sort of action on ethics issues by the court. So that suggested, if you assume that the liberal justices would also favor it, some sort of a working majority. The trick here, of course, is getting to consensus, because on these sorts of issues around the court's procedures and policies, usually the chief justice likes to have a consensus rather than simply a majority vote. So it's only eight pages long. I know we think of things as much longer coming from the Supreme Court. What do you make of its contents? Well, the contents really are uh, very similar to things the court has said before outside the context of a formal ethics code. Um, As recently as a few months ago, the court put out a statement of principles on ethics, which tracks with a lot of this language. A lot of it, frankly, are responses that the court's public information office has sent to reporters, not just during the current period of controversy over the last few months, but really over the last few decades. So it's basically a statement of what the court's practices have been. And it should be noted, it does not include any type of an enforcement mechanism external to the court or really even within the court. It still amounts to, I would say, a voluntary pledge by the justices to abide by the code of conduct. Do you think it really addresses concerns over the Supreme Court ethics? I think you kind of touched on that already. And also, are they really being transparent There have been problems with transparency in terms of the financial disclosures that the justices conduct, and it does paper over some differences on the court. We know that, for example, Justice Sam Alito and Justice Elena Kagan had differed in recent months about whether Congress had the power to put sort of ethical strictures on the court. And this basically because the court is acting itself doesn't really address that question of how far Congress could go to try to crack down on these practices if Congress could, in fact, come up with legislation on this question, which has proven to be a big if over the past year or so. Josh Gerstein, Politico Senior Legal Affairs Reporter, talking with Diane and Dimitri. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change is worth way more than just a tax deduction. Vehicles for Change repairs and provides cars to worthy families so they may gain and maintain a job. Most of our recipients are single mothers with small children. It is virtually impossible for them to navigate life without a car. In addition, we train individuals returning from prison to be auto mechanics. If you have a car to donate, please donate to Vehicles for Change. At vehiclesforchange.org, your car will be transformational for a local family. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Are you the parent of an outstanding student athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through November 30th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com. Search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. November 14th, good Tuesday morning. Welcome into WTOP at 318. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Andrew Walker's in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Let's kick it off in Virginia on the Beltway this time. Interloop before Gallows Road. you got two lane, left lanes that get you past the work zone right there. That work zone is blocking the right side. On 95 southbound, your first and only work zone right now is near Dale City. Exit 156, it's the right lane that's blocked. 95 northbound, you're down to one work zone right now, and that's going to be before exit 133 for Falmouth. It's a single right lane that gets you through the work right there. A couple um, work zones in Arlington, one on 395 northbound near Washington Boulevard. That's some bridge repair right there. A single right lane gets you through. 66 westbound near the Roslyn Tunnel. The left lane gets you through the work in the tunnel. Eastbound on 66, it's going to be the right lane that gets you through the work in the tunnel. You also got a work zone on 50 Fairfax Boulevard, both ways at Pickett Road. It's going to be the right lane that gets you past on both sides. Maryland and D.C., you're looking good right now. No incidents to report. The earlier crash at the southbound BW Parkway up by 100, that does look like it has cleared. I'm Andrew Walker, WTOP Traffic. This week is looking fairly quiet without any rain until we get to the end of the work week here on Friday. So you got some scattered clouds here first thing early in the morning. Temperatures mid-30s to around 40 degrees. We'll climb to near 60 degrees later today. And then you've got a few scattered clouds. For Wednesday, Thursday afternoon will be partly sunny, but a bit of a warming trend here from lower 60s Wednesday afternoon to mid 60s Thursday afternoon, close to 70 degrees on Friday with just few showers during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 44 at the wharf in D.C., 39 Oxon Hill, 43 in Sterling this early hour. And we are at 43 degrees now in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning on WTOP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Coming right up in the minutes ahead this early 3 a.m. hour Tuesday for you here on WTOP. A pastor reacts to a gay pride banner being destroyed at his church. Like a punch in the stomach. This is Kyle Cooper. Plus. A helping hand from two generous Washington commanders. In Southwest D.C., I'm Dick Uliano. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they are properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, November 16th from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, November 16th from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit fitsmall.com. CarsforKids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to CarsforKids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. WTOP at 322 on your Tuesday morning. Glad you're with us. 
A large gay pride banner locally hanging on the side of a church was recently destroyed, but the church says it will remain strong. Pastor Dennis Williams, who oversees kids' ministry at Bethesda United Methodist Church, discovered the damage to the two-story banner and says he was hurt and really surprised. Back in the day, you know, I would have understood that, but not living where we live and being in such a supportive uh, church, it just... It hurt. He says the banner will be replaced and the vandalism was caught on video and has been sent to police. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 323. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. People in need lined up in southwest D.C. for free turkeys and the cookware this week to prep their family's Thanksgiving holiday meal. The turkeys, 240 of them, are from Islamic Relief USA, and the cookware is courtesy of Washington Commander's offensive tackle Charles Leno. When you are fortunate and you can give back, you need to do that. So let other people know, like, you know, there's others out there who are ready and willing to give back. A group called Good Projects coordinated the event. Stephanie Page, who directs the group's youth programs, stressed the importance of helping others. You never know how that planting that seed, how far that can go in helping people to get back on their feet and have a joyous holiday season. In Southwest D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 324. Sports update coming right up with Rob. This Veterans Day, join University of Maryland Global Campus in thanking those who have served our country, protected our nation, and safeguarded our freedom. We wish to extend our gratitude to all who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces. We thank you and your families for your dedication, and we are honored to serve you as you strive to achieve your higher education goals. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. I keep hearing things. She's not making any sense. I just want to end it all. He's talking about suicide. I don't don't know what what to do. do. If you're in a mental health crisis, call 988. It's Virginia's new, easy-to-remember number for connection to a trained crisis worker. You'll get the help you need to overcome emotional distress, substance use crisis, or thoughts of suicide anytime, 24-7. For de-escalating, for support services, call 988. Virginia is here to help. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 325. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And we check in now this Tuesday morning with Mr. Rob Woodford. The Wizards suffered the second worst blown lead in franchise history, collapsing in the fourth quarter of a 111-107 loss in Toronto, despite leading by as many as 23 points. In the final six minutes, the Wiz went scoreless on seven shots, committed four of their 21 turnovers, and gave up 16 points to the Raptors, West Sunsale Jr. We knew that they were going to amp up their pressure a little bit and the level of physicality. It, it bottled us up a bit, extended our catches. We still got a lot of great looks at the rim. I think we were, you know, four for 12 in that fourth in the paint. We just couldn't convert. So we were able to still get uh, decent looks. Unfortunately, just, you know, they didn't go for us. Down a level, American cruised in their home opener, beating Siena 78-58 for their first win of the season. James Madison debuted on the AP Top 25 poll, ranked for the first time in 